0: are
1: on now we Hello and welcome to another edition of Open Alarms, the QPR podcast by fans for fans. And even after the fate I reckon we'll probably still be positive. So those of a negative persuasion you're probably not gonna enjoy this podcast because i still feel pretty positive anyway tonight i'm joined by emily capel hello who's got an album out on saturday yes what's it called combat frock likes it thank you you're welcome i can't believe i said likes it I'm 50 years of age for Christ's sake have a wood with yourself we got simon Clashboy on twitter with Ooh, us hello how are we doing we're all right simon and your good self i'm all good all good good Nothing awkward at all, I tell you. Um, and we've got Ian McCulloch again. I mean, Ian, this is this is how many times you've been on the podcast? No idea, man. It's been quite a lot, though. Yeah, it's been. But you're one of the central ones. Huh. And tonight, everyone, the beers have been brought by Paul Bland. Paul, I can only thank you for the beers. It's very kind of you. And um, we've got a different studio tonight, so it probably sounds a bit echoey, because basically all we're missing is a broom. Um, but we'll crack on with the podcast anyway and see how it goes. But if we do sound echoey, I apologise, it's Fraser's fault. Emily, Saturday, what do you reckon?
2: Um, well, it wasn't It wasn't the best. It was nice to see Charlie and um, the rest of them that we sold to. <laughs> uh, you mean Matt and Donnell? Yeah, and uh, I think we're, it's, it's the curse of Sky TV, isn't it?
1: But that curse has been asking an I awful think lot it's of decades. The curse
2: of Sky TV, that's why we lost. Uh, I think it's all positive, though. It's going mm. well. We can't just knock loose the same as what you said. We lost one game. Naki Wells has been doing really well, so I'm still happy.
1: I'll be honest, I didn't make the game Saturday because I had a lot of um, Jewish New Year delivery to do. Um, so I didn't get it, but I saw it in the second half. And I kind of felt, I don't what you felt, Simon they did done a homework on us, didn't they? You could, you could kind of tell in the first 25, 35 minutes, whatever. They were
0: better organised. They were stronger. They were better players. Their premiership side had come down and as bad as Millwall were when we played them a couple of weeks ago, this lot were as good. They were, they were fantastic all round. Um, nowhere on the pitch did they look weak. I thought they were. I thought they were cracking side and they'd be in the top two or three at the end of the season. They've kind
1: of you, you get the feeling they've kind of sustained like this division as they go along, aren't they? They kind of build momentum and
0: they yeah, as you say, they they done their own work on us. and They knew what we were doing. They they blocked us off. They they were good. They were really good. But
1: then again, Ian, I don't know what you think, but
0: if you actually look at the table now and
1: you and you look at where we are and everything else and results. Can't really win,
3: can we? Can't win at all. I can't disagree with anything Simon's just said. They were a very good side. Uh, it's very rarely that in the championship you see a player that stands out and you go, wow, this fella is really good. But mm. the kid for them, Ferguson, yeah, what a good player. Cool uh, Todd Kane's a good player. He beats players. For f- he has beaten players for fun in the earlier games. He couldn't get past this fella. He did everything he could. They were tr- in the end, they were knocking balls around him to try and get some joy behind him. And then... It's a goal, really, Lumley should have saved, but, you know, to have the, the confidence as an 18-year-old to kind of have a pop from there and catch the keeper out, you know, it's, it's a great goal. He's a very, very good player. And, you know, Livermore at this level, in the middle of the park, very good. Um, you know, you look at like Chas Austin, looked like, almost like a passenger on Saturday, but they had so much quality. He's not fit, in, is he? In other parts of the field. And oh, I've walked away and thought, we actually played quite well in the first half. We weren't disgraced. Um, we moved the ball around quite well, but... Ultimately, you know, they're going to be first or second this year. I don't, I don't think we're going to face many better sides than them at home this year.
1: The funny thing yeah. is, I felt for what I'd seen. I, do you know what? It's really weird when you're not there. I hate it. I mean, I'm a 50 year old man, as I keep saying, but I hate not going to matches. I still sulk and I still whinge, even though my work is my livelihood, it's my movies, blah, blah, blah. And I listened to the first half in Talk Sport 2 and watched the second half on somewhere <laughs> that disappeared. It wasn't anything illegal, um, and um, everyone just kept saying the QPR is so much better than what we were. And this is quite nice to hear. Rather than you hear it before, everyone's gone on oh, QPR. You know, they spent all the money. They spent the Dortmund thing re- rehashed every time. As I said, you know, this QPR side's actually quite good. They've got this player, they've got that player. This, you know, they've only spent fifty grand, and that's kind of better. And I know that West Brom spent millions, but we know that spending millions of pounds means absolutely nothing. So it was kind of nice that we still went toe-to-toe with him. I felt a lot of times. The only sad thing about Saturday, I don't know what you felt, Emily. about Joe Lumley, the stuff he's getting on Twitter is just absolutely, in my opinion, which doesn't matter for much, ridiculous. Is it modern football that goalkeepers have been put in this position to try and play out? Because a lot of them are doing it, and I just don't understand why Lumley's getting so much grief.
2: He had a few dodgy games, though, didn't he? You made some really cracking saves on Saturday. I don't understand why somebody is called Joe Lumley. He's uh, born around the same time as me, because Joanna Lumley would have been quite popular then. So why didn't his why is his mum calling him Joe Lumley? That's got nothing to do with QPR. Not a word. But uh, why is he called Joe Lumley? That's perhaps or, it's yeah. a good name. It's a
0: good name. Yeah, but Joanna Lumley. Yeah, I know. I'd like to be known as after jo- Joanna Lumley. Yeah.
2: That's all I think about. And then every time he makes a save, I'm like, oh, absolutely fabulous save.
0: He's under a lot of pressure. (laughs) He's had to to change the (laughs) way he's he's played. You can imagine a goalkeeper for years just shot Stave and now Warburton's come in and said, well, no, you've got to start start playing like a, a championship footballer. He was kicking balls out with his left and right foot on Saturday. I was noticing him. And it's, it must be tough to, mm. to, to actually ch- to become part of a back four, which he's actually doing now. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to make more mistakes by the end of the season. But we either play football like we are playing and really enjoy it, or he starts hoofing it every time he gets the ball. And mm. it's a little bit rubbish.
1: It's a bit weird because you watch... I mean, the mill keeper did an absolute shocking one the other he, week. He'd done a Lumley. <laughs> not Joanna um, and it's kind of like you know you, even Lloris oh Lloris at Spurs did it it's kind of because we've tried to play football blah, blah blah you're right in that respect but what I don't get and what I don't like Ian I don't know what you think about it is that if he does a kick right fans are cheering him like in really sarcastic measures I'm thinking if you went to work and did something right and people are sarcastically applauding you how's it? We, we want a youth team goalkeeper to come through we want someone to come through the ranks if they were the finished article, they wouldn't be at QPR. So I just kind of wonder what some people actually want.
3: I think really everyone's kind of getting used to the way we're playing because you're seeing it a few times on Saturday where the goalkeeper's playing out to the fullback and looking it back to the centre-back. And you can hear this kind of, just get rid of it, just get rid of it. And then they play two passes and they go down the line and they've got to throw in, in their six-yard box. Everyone sort of goes, all oh, right. Because for me, it's a pleasure to watch because you're so used to seeing Joel Lynch's... Lob it out to the wing and it goes out for a throw-in and then they get the ball back and they throw it in and you're under pressure. The best way to stop yourself being under pressure is to keep the ball. Mm. And they're trying to keep the ball. And sometimes you can lose the ball, but it's being brave on the ball and you're going to have more success being brave on the ball than not being brave and just trying to lump it. And, and the reality is that if he tries to lump it, he's, he's not going to be playing with QBR because Wilburton wants players to play a certain way. And from what I've been told, he's told Leissner, he didn't like the way he trained. He wasn't impressed the way he wanted to play football. He said to him, you want to play, this is what I want you to do. And l- since then, Leisner's been outstanding. He has that kick up the arse that he needed. And um, Lumley, he's a young keeper, but it's big boys football. If you make mistakes, you're going to get criticised. So you, really, th- you really are. But I thought he should have saved the first goal. Yeah, true. But true. he atoned for it. He made two very, very good saves after that. The, the one handed save from that close range header was an outstanding save. And, you know, you can criticise him for, for the first goal, but I think, you know, had, it, had he saved that first goal and let in the two that he, he saved, then we could have lost the game anyway. But, mm-hmm. it, but it's one of those, you know, the, the it's, I don't, Twitter and what have you, that's it's big boys football. If you make mistakes, you're going to get criticised. He's got to live with that. But as long as the manager keeps face with him and he can keep improving and getting better, he'll be fine.
1: The trouble is, I think, I, I, I don't know what you guys think. Um, but I think if we drop him, it's going to be a massive kick in the teeth. And I'm not sure if, you, if you're if going to drop him, basically you're going to end his career at QPR. I don't know what you think, Simon, but that's how I see it.
0: Yeah, there is that possibility. And I, I, I personally think Warburton will be looking for someone new when he can to take that spot at the back. You don't think Kelly's a man Do I haven't seen enough of him. I, I really couldn't comment. I don't know what he's like, but he's, if he doesn't come in for the next game where do you go from there he's going to stick with Lumley but I think honestly I think he should stick with Lumley anyway Um, he's going to make mistakes if you play that type of football you will make mistakes Man City goalkeepers make mistakes like that Tottenham goalkeepers as you saw at the weekend make mistakes it's going to happen if you want to you either have nice football and you play it out from the back and make the odd mistake or you thump it Sam Allardyce style and I remember the was
1: it Liverpool goalkeeper Addison just whatever he's was called. Tried to do the turn, um, tried to do a crow of turn last year and came massively unstuck. So, listen, uh, it happens. But, I just worry that we're going to, you know, the, the trouble ranges. Rangers, you hear everything. Like, let's face it. I mean, y- he must hear it. And he always, he's always so quick to apologise. And that kind of thing makes me think, don't apologise, just make your next save better. And hopefully the strike, it's down to the strike, uh, which will dig you out of the how situation. How old is he? It? Um, Lumley's about 20, yeah, it's about 23. So he's still really, for a goalkeeper that's young. And he's still... Learned. I mean, I'm sure Phil Parks started off a QPR, but, but obviously we didn't have social media, we didn't have cameras, and wasn't the Phil Parks that left for West Ham for record fee. It, it, they've got to learn a trade. What do you reckon, I Emily? Mean, As a young singer going through the music industry, I'm sure it's a similar type of thing. You've it's got to, it's nothing
2: a, like being a goalkeeper. I'm not a goalkeeper, trying but Trying to save I, you, though. I can't imagine. Is that a pun?
1: It's a really bad one.
2: I like Joe Lamley and I think that he works... He seems doing really well so what if he gets a bit of grief off Twitter loads of people get grief off Twitter <laughs> Tell me about it. so don't matter he played. He made some really good saves at the weekend and it's nice we've got a young team we seem to have a younger team and it's working I don't think we should drop Lumley
3: I think as well if you do drop him you're losing the other side of his game he's confident he takes cross as well he, he's good around the box he's got size about him
2: yeah yeah
3: he's going to make the odd mistake you've you got to live with that as long as he's not costing games. He's you. not
2: Rob Green. If he was yeah, Rob Green exactly. making that level of mistakes, then fair enough. Oh, well, he, no, I loved Rob Green. I'm sorry, Rob. Did you? What was <laughs> yeah. that about Rob Green? He's a lot, more, he's a lot better on so crosses so than Rob Green. I bad when they used to sing, You Let Your Country Down, that thumble. I didn't, in fairness. England, USA.
1: Oh, my God. Um, yes, so, yeah. The, the thing about Rob Green, though, is it, I heard him on the radio the other day. and He went back to Chelsea, didn't he? Yeah, but it's not, well, he never started at Chelsea, did he? So he
2: went to Chelsea? Yeah.
1: But the thing is, it, what, what it seemed to me is he didn't really enjoy being a footballer. I got the impression. He was talking about something the other day. That he would prefer to be something, I can't remember what it was now, whether it was a ice hockey player or a baseball player. It was something bizarre that he preferred to have been. And I think he kind of, he's one of them footballers that doesn't really like football. That's how he came across to me when I heard him bit interviewed, which is quite strange. Whereas when you hear someone like Ezzy talking, you kind of know that he wants to be the best that he can be. So what was talking about Ezzy and so on. What's been your positive player this season and who's really surprised you that's come out of the um, the blocks and you've gone, do you know what, I didn't expect to see you doing that this season?
3: No one's really surprised me because I always thought as he was a very good player. Um, I'm really impressed with Ryan Manning, the way he's played mm. at uh, left back. Um, I think a little bit of credit is due to John Eustace who had the foresight to, they obviously knew that Bidwell wasn't going to be here this season and um, that's, I think in the middle game he played, Manning at left back. So we had four or five games towards the latter end of the season where he kind of almost got used to playing that position. And then this season when it started and they brought Wallace to play the left back, he wasn't fit. Manning played there and hasn't really looked back. So that's that's been impressive. Um as he he's he's now he's gone from he's twenty now, he looks bigger, he looks stronger and he's gonna get better, you know, it's um, there's, nothing's really surprised me because I've always thought we've got some good players mm. um, but I, I don't think in the past we the players have been allowed I don't think they've been allowed to play the way they can play because of tactics and Managers. style I mean you look back you know, two years ago when we beat Aston Villa 3-1 at Villa Park we played some lovely stuff really good stuff really good football and that was a kind of a sign of what we could do similar players Manning played that night as he played that night
1: Manning scored that night
3: I think he did yeah there's always been the play, the, the ability's been there. I just don't think there's been the kind of the foresight or the kind of, we've not been in a position where we, we can play good football because we're trying to win games to stay up. Or, uh, but yeah, so nothing's really surprised me, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Simon? Uh, Manning as well. Uh, he's galloping forward now as well and getting involved. Um, German as well. He's come on. I thought he'd, I thought he might struggle a bit this season. But he—he seems to. Last couple of games, he's been magnificent. Um, and the and the front line, the, the way they're sharing out the goals is quite is quite nice to see. Although they are missing the odd sitter, but um, when they do score, they're, they're scoring some good goals, aren't they?
1: I think so, Emily. Now, no one's mentioned who I thought had mentioned it, so I'm going to wait till Emily speaks before I mention that person. Sorry, what do
2: you want me to mention? He's uh, chair. I think chair's done
1: really well. Yeah. Who
2: else? Eze. He? He's yeah. been doing mm. really, really well. Why?
1: Who do you want me to say? I'm thinking Dominic Ball. I'd be really surprised. Dominic yeah, really surprised. I, I didn't really know what to expect because I knew he played for Aberdeen and Rangers and Rotherham and blah blah blah. I didn't.
0: You know, you read. There was a sh- lot of uh, negativity around. Right yeah, negative. Uh, but he, he that pre-season against Watford, he had a cracker against Watford. Mm. And he's sort of, he was thinking, okay, he can do that job in the middle, and yeah, yeah, he's holding it, he's holding it together there.
1: And guess what? He qualifies for Northern Ireland. Ah, that's why he brought him. Out. Ah, you see,
2: what happened to Conor Washington.
1: Uh, Is
0: that he he's, uh, down the now he's, no, still, he's at hot. still shooting and still missing. Bless him. He's someone. still trying. Still trying. Do
1: you know what summed up Connor Washington more than anything ever was when it hit Matt Smith and deflect and an open net and a hit match and you're kind of thinking, this isn't going to work for you, mate. is it? it's, it's just, you know, it's just not right. I mean, you, you... Do you
2: remember that goal he scored for Ireland? Like, we... Oh, I
1: can't remember what it Me remember Northern Ireland goal. Oh, uh, all right, yes. Yeah, sorry, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, do you know what? Against Germany, he was shocking. It's got to be said, he was terrible. He had
2: a really good goal. Yeah, he's got a few. Yeah. He's got a
1: few. And, th- and, and that goes back to... I get accused of being bad towards Northern Irish players. I'm not. Dominic, choose Northern Ireland, and I love you. Um, I
3: think with Paul, I think because he's a free transfer and no one thinks anything of him, he's he's okay. I don't think he's that great. I really think he's he's held the fort well. I think um, the boy from Spurs is a better player. I prefer Cameron in that role. Interesting, But he's not done anything wrong, but he ain't. he's not great. He's all right. But the fact, if we'd have signed him for a million quid, everyone would have said, oh, he's but he, he's efficient. He's not. He's not great. He's not. He wouldn't be in my. He wouldn't be in my first choice team.
1: So you think Smith and
3: it's the, a good signing because he's, he didn't cost any money and he's come in and he, he's done a job. But I don't think he should be. So what do we play? I don't the, think you should be in, in the, the two kids
1: up. for the Premier League. What do we do with them because they're not really getting a
3: a goal, are they?
1: Or, no, in, it's, it's
3: eight games into the season. Time will come. You know, the, the, the left from Spurs I think is a really good player. But I really thought on, on Saturday we really could have done with Cameron and sent him in centre midfield. Livermore's a big, strong, physical guy, and I think Cameron is better suited in centre-the-park than he is at centre-back.
2: They were a very big team. Yeah, they, they were, were. really broad.
3: But, but, I mean, my biggest worry at the start of the season, we are very thin at centre-back. I mean, Grant Hall, you can't rely on him to be fit. Likewise with Cameron, all he needs is, you know, a sending off, like we got on Saturday and tomorrow. Who, we, If Hall's not fit tomorrow, who's going to play centre-back? You're relying on an untried Irish fellow or... Is Lee Wallace going to play centre-back? Is he going to go back 4 And you could also but,
1: bring in Cameron or Ball, because they've both done that role before. Yeah, but I, I've
3: never seen Dominic Ball play in my life. Until, But he's done all right. He's done fine. He's not been terrible. He's not been great. He just, he's efficient. But he's a squad player. For me, he wouldn't be in my okay. starting lineup. up
1: Whereas um, the young guy is like, what, Madison? Could he come
0: in tomorrow night? Is it, it's, it's a baptism of far away to Cardiff, let's be honest. I, I, wouldn't, I don't know what he's like, so I, I, I can't c- comment.
1: Do you do you then think to yourself, right? We we got to jig us up because you know that Warnock's going to put a band of brothers type mentality against us tomorrow. night, like where it's going to be kicking. Ezzy's going to get absolutely. I would be surprised if he finishes with his shin pads on the pitch somewhere because they're going to kick the lumps out of him. So yeah, but can, Millwall done that. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, and he actually stood up to it as well. Yeah, Didn't and I, I thought
0: we I, I thought that suited us the way if they if they're going to kick us around that. I'd, that might well, they targeted
1: Cheren and um, Eze particularly, didn't they? Yeah. It was kind of like you know, and and that that actually let the others come into the game more.
0: Yeah, I think I think it, it worked in our favour because we, we sort of sat back for the first half an hour and and sort of took it, and then we sort of opened up. And um, yeah, we'll take that tomorrow. I've, I've got. I, I actually think we'll win
1: tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I honestly think we'll we'll get about them, but um, put it right it, under them. Put it under them, give it to them. Yeah. uh, West West Brom, I didn't think we'd win before kickoff simply because they were a better side. But uh, tomorrow, I think if they're going to do that to us, fine, bring it on. Emily?
2: Well, yeah, West Brom, they were fighting for the league. So I didn't think. I didn't want to be pessimistic, but I didn't think we were going to. To be top of the table, sorry. But so tomorrow, hmm, can I be boring and, and go one all just because I'm going to sit on the fence.
1: But the weird thing is, when I was listening to the radio on Saturday, because be I said it wasn't there, it was kind of weird hearing the words after seven games or whatever, and whoever wins this, goes top of the table, Yeah, you're kind of doing a double take on like, really? I mean, when was the last time we were actually even this far up? I mean, the nose bleeds all round, but... I kind of and I was pleased when the game ended. There was no booze. There was everyone just stroked the shoulders. They were a the better team. It happens. We'll have better days than this. And you, but we did give it a, we did give it our best go. And um, Last you know, sorry, the um the lights just went off and on. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> Ian, with that in mind, who's your biggest fear tomorrow night with Cardiff? Who do you reckon could really hurt us tomorrow night?
3: Um. Well, so I've got a theory about Cardiff. I think Neil Warnock is. Better when he's got an unheralded team. Okay, getting promoted, they're kind of one of the favourites to go up. He's spent big money on a centre back, Peck, the old um, guy at Bristol City went to Middlesbrough. Um, they're drawing a lot of games. They're not kind of playing the football that West Brom are, or I guess Fulham, or you know, they're uh, they're going to be difficult. It's always difficult down there against new one at the time. You're never going to get it easy. But I don't think we should go down with any fear. I really don't. I don't think there's... I think it's a really, really poor championship this year. I do. Again. I think there's a lot of teams that are very equally matched. Um, but, I mean, previous years we've had Villa and Newcastle and, you know, big club, proper big clubs. There isn't really... I mean, West Brom were really good. I don't think we'll, we'll face a better team than them this year. Leeds will be strong. but I mean, they got beat by Charlton on the weekend. Do you know, Do you know what I mean? It's kind of... There isn't really anyone that stands out and you go... But you go down there and, like... I mean, Warburton was right. We've shown too much respect on Saturday. We kind of... We did, change, but they were better than us. I'm not complaining about the way we won, but we didn't have a shot on target.
1: Mm.
3: You know, we sat back on them, and maybe we were just a bit physically out of muscles and that. Um, and in many ways, I think maybe we're a better side away from home. The way you we have play, pressure, the, way we, the way the way we play, and I don't even think we pressure, but we won three games away from home. The way we play, the style we play. You know, you're at a home time; you expect to kind of push on and attack. But you know, we've been good away from home this season. So I you know. should have
1: thought that you'd be saying in 2019. QPR are decent away from home well, after last perhaps season. Perhaps when you've got
3: an adult picking the team. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It, the, shots
1: have been fired at the <laughs> podcast, folks. I don't know what you mean by that, Ian, but I, I've got a rough idea. You know exactly why I mean. I do indeed. But that's, that, that, that's the thing about Warburton. He does actually impress me because there was a, a game, and it's amazing the things you pick up listening to these things, but he brings players down to the city where he used to trade and shows them the shop floor and says, this is real life. I'm thinking he could actually go a bit further down to the flower market or the, the, the fruit market at four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning and see life. So because he's had a different job away from football, I do wonder if that gives him a different outlook because he looked generally gutted on, on Saturday and you'd expect some managers to come out the see old cliches, blah, 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 blah. But he looked quite angry and I like that because he, he obviously rates our side to do better than what they did.
0: Yeah, on paper, we, we're not the greatest side, are we? Mm. But they've gelled, um, and when they do play well, they're fantastic. But when they look shaky, they look really shaky. Um, But he's instilling, I think he's instilling them (coughs) quite a... What's the best way to put it? Um, I don't know where the best way to put it. He's instilling something in them. Uh, Never say die, fear, no one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
1: Thing that you, you you kind of get in the shit, city shop floor is what he he describes it as being. He takes him to the city to see wheeler dealers really basically giving it all to get their trade going, and I think he's trying to instill that into the players. So I don't know how you describe that, like you, but he's doing something right. Because he's doing
0: he's definitely doing something right. If we if we're going top of the league on Saturday, although we didn't, it's nothing but goodness.
1: Hmm. See, I, I put a tweet out last week saying we'd be. Millwall, I've got nothing to mourn about. And you're kind of thinking, my God, it's normally by September, end of September, we've been hammered a few times. We're, we're out of the League Cup, Milk Cup, whatever the damn thing's called these days. People are, are, are leaking goals and doing this and doing that wrong. And after a season of summer of wanting things to happen, and I looked at Loves Road Saturday, it was rammed. The atmosphere seemed pretty good. Everyone seems pretty happy before the match, during the match, and happy with the match. And you think, do you know what? Maybe... Maybe it's just gone in the right direction, very, very slowly but rightly, and thank God for that.
2: We've never had such a good start to the season in ages and ages and ages. So even
1: when we won the league of Warnock, we didn't have this. If start. yeah,
2: if so, rightly so. Everybody should be quite optimistic. Going back to Cardiff. Yes, oh, sorry. Go on. Um, so Smithies, do we think he'll be in goal? Do you think he'll come yeah. off? That's yeah. A
1: yeah, he's, he's played this season yeah uh,
2: has, he, has he played alright so do we think and like that'll be interesting he good for us I, I really liked him
1: I don't think you can boo him I mean it's not no, like no 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 that not pre- that but- that's a good question that I was meaning to ask but I didn't someone asked me on Saturday um, why are we booing Matt Smith so, uh, Matt Smith Matt Phillips so much Matt Phillips yeah and I was, he was thinking he was a
2: player reason, bigger
1: reason. <laughs> see I think he was in a bad squad at the wrong time in the wrong place and then Did the thing that Barton did, and he did, and talked about money being the only reason why they signed for QPR, and um, that's what I think. I know that you're a great defender, of Joey Barton, but let's face it, he wouldn't have come to QPR for any other reason apart from a big group of purse. No, he probably thought. I
3: I don't think Matt Phillips talked (laughs) about money been I not QBR. No, I, I don't think so. that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm
1: kind
3: of... I'm from
2: Blackpool. Yeah,
1: but I'm kind of thinking of why... There was something that he did at the time. he was like, rubbish. Well, actually,
2: that's he, he,
3: he was a good player for us. But, but, the he, the pass but he he was a player for us, but he, he was getting loads to stick at the Hawthorns and they went five one up and he did, he cupped his ear to the crowd. Oh, so you think that's back why. To that. So it goes back to that, but why he was getting a stick in the first part. He, he was a good player for us, but no, he didn't warm... The crowd never really warmed to him. It and wasn't like, a dual Unlike so it Charlie and Darnell, who got wonderful receptions. Darnell's um, like family, though. It yeah.
1: is a bit like family, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I was surprised he, he, he went into Manning the way he did. I was like, wow, okay.
2: You've got to respect him for it. <laughs> Come
1: back. He, he put his
2: stall like, out, didn't he? He's not going to like be... He's still playing football. Do you know what? They
0: he had, he had looked, a hug at the end of
1: it.
2: Yeah, they all all right. I think Charlie Austin, I must say, I, I do love Charlie Austin a lot. Go on. He didn't look... Good on, so. Didn't look fit, did he? No, he didn't. didn't he? I, he, I think we had him at his peak, mm. and uh yeah, he, he, he well, it, yeah, I did. I was, I was sure he wasn't going to last the ninety minutes. So when he went off, I was like, yeah,
3: he's not. You didn't, got a nice reception because I think we were relieved he didn't score.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a lot of QPR fans who put both teams to score, Charlie Austin and Eze, who went home very upset. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But he, to, to be fair, I like the fact that him and Donnell, I mean, I didn't expect Matty Phillips to do it because obviously he was getting grief throughout the game. But it was nice that they, they clapped four corners. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that And that shows you the club means something because there's been so many... And I think that's a problem going back to Matty Phillips that I was trying to say earlier on. He was in the wrong team at the wrong time. But no one really cared in that team. I don't care what he was at, apart from Clint and a few others. Jerry. A lot of people didn't really care. Sure,
3: yeah. Well, he's in the same team as Austin Yeah, at the same time. So but, yeah, there's... but
1: there's a lot of them didn't. You know what I mean. there like, was kind of like it was, it was games you kind of look at the players and I'll never forget that game already when we got really good at it. I kind of felt ashamed, not to be a QPR fan, but it was self-ashamed that they were representing
3: us on the pitch. He wasn't playing for us then.
1: No, no, but I'm just going back to that whole mercenary type thing. And you kind of think, and that's what they kept saying on Saturday was, QPR, I've now got a proper team. And we have. It's so nice that the players actually give it. And it's so basic, isn't it, to want to see players doing 50 50 to want to see players trying to express themselves and do the right thing and then I'm quite happy with QPR being a team that brings in youth do the best for us and move on because I've got that's that's how I grew up with QPR this idea that you know we're going to buy the best in the world and be the best in the world and spend loads of money isn't a QPR them days are over
0: now anyway I
1: hope so It, it killed us and it killed the atmosphere yeah and the expectations were insane. I remember once there was a guy sitting behind me and he was going, this is the worst football I've ever seen. That's a really bad London accent. I apologise immensely. <laughs> I've lived here for 35 years. Yeah, well, it yeah. should be much better, but it's not. And I just turned around and went, seriously, really? Really? You know, it's kind of like, that's a really, I don't know. And I, I kind of like, I like the fact that they care. I like the fact we're trying. I know we didn't have a shot on goal Saturday. But I think that was more due to them suppressing us than us actually not really going for it.
0: Yeah, I think we can wipe sadly out of the equation. As long as we don't go as long as we don't go back to well, we're not going to go back to that time of buying stupid players for stupid money, for reason really wanna play. And you wanna get players through the ranks, whether that's gonna happen over the next couple of years, we don't know. But picking up players like, like we used to do in the eighties and the nineties, you pick up a player from Peterborough, and then you and or, or say or Sinton or something from Brentford, mm. and you work them, and then you sell them on, and you make a profit, and then you start again. It That's was in what you want. A
2: kick up the arse this uh, this week about Peter Crouch, how we did like a similar thing with him, and then we sold him.
1: Exactly. Crouch
2: uh, was a we let him go twice, didn't we? <laughs> yes, but, um, <laughs> only QPR. But yeah, that is, is true. Exactly what you're
1: saying. Like,
2: but I like that side ranks. of it.
1: I like. I don't it's hard to say I want us to be a stepping stone for anyone but I prefer to be a stepping stone than a stepping down because I think that for a club like us that work I mean Dave Thomas did it far better than I could ever do it by the way great plug for Kick Up The R's everyone keep buying it it's one of the few fanzines still going yeah. and to be fair it's legendary it's um, got to he, keep going he
2: is he is so lovely and he works so hard and he comes all the way down from Bolton he, dave Thomas he's just he's just such a legend he, he always supports and, me and everything never shakes anything he does and no he doesn't does he no there's and a he, lot of people that do shake the it, club should, to... should should help him out I think he should get a free season ticket Yes, yeah, so do he I he won't I, do I was... it
3: though dave he won't do it
2: I know but because somebody just needs to force No, to because him. the whole
3: thing about it, he's been he's been over <laughs> he's been offered it before, I but like it's, it's about that. being independent from the club. Oh uh, yeah,
2: like, yeah, but yeah, but but such a long way. At least pay for his train ticket. or something. I don't think
3: anyone can begrudge after
1: thirty years or whatever it is. Now. I mean, kick up the arse must be gone neon must well over a few decades. Of, 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 even a half price season ticket. I know he's nearly there, nice Sorry, Dave. But <gasps> I know, shocked. Um, but you know, and, and he's one of the most honest people as well. Like with Dave, it's always what you see is what you get. I remember when I was a kid, I used to you know, get home, re-kick up the arse. I know the internet's killed a lot of these things and blah, blah, blah. But it's still quite good. It's still a brilliant read. This year,
2: he's asked asked me to do the lyrics for the Christmas one. So, yeah, I know. Do you want to help? Do you want to help? It's uh yeah he's uh so and he for those
1: who can't see Emily's just asked Simon to help. He her. can help me. Yeah, um, I don't know. Have you wrote a song before, Simon?
2: No, it's not that. It's he write you. He writes the first line of a song, and then you you the quizzes that you guess what song that's from. So if I said to you like, I don't care if Mondays blue, I know do I? Oh my god, he's like the biggest Cure fan ever, oh, and you didn't get it. Come on! I know. Yes, I know. No, so the, I know. To the any, to no, I know of... Anyway, that's.
1: Oh, well, whatever. Sorry. Obviously, Emily, don't try and embarrass me about lyrics. That was the <laughs> funny thing about Joey Barton. No, come on. There's nothing S-
2: funny S- about S- him. He's serious, a serious, serious
1: philosopher. Serious, serious word in here. When he came on the podcast all them years ago, we were going to do a Smiths um, question thing, and he, he somehow knew that I was a Smiths fan, and he refused to do it. He was like, I don't, I, I don't want to do it because he was scared of losing the quiz.
2: No, he, uh, he's very competitive footballer. I don't believe all these lies you're telling me about Joey Barnes.
1: It's, it's not lies. I you
2: know, got sent off at Man City for being No, the wind blew. We've discussed this. <laughs> the wind blew his hand.
3: Come now, Joey Barnes played for us seven years ago.
2: He's still in our hearts, though.
3: Stop living in the past, Finney. Come on.
1: I'm 50. Have you ever tried to get away from the past at my age? How old are you now?
3: <gasps> shouldn't ask the gentleman how old he is.
1: I freaking can't and I will. But, like, Anyway, okay, I w- but the Joey Bot, that's true. That the Smiths, he wasn't very keen in doing a quiz, which I was quite surprised at because I thought he was the biggest Smiths fan ever. Bloody, bloody, blah, blah. And his favorite all world book was 1984, which is probably one of the worst ones, in my opinion, but never mind.
0: Blimey. Mm. Well, that's, a, yeah, that's,
2: a, massive that's a statement.
1: Do you think so? Yeah. I, I don't know, I think
2: he did look quite.
0: Yeah,
1: cat, cat... Like uh, well. I, I think that he, you've got to go back to um, his memoirs of the Spanish Civil War and Paris were far better, in my humble opinion. Okay. All right. but it's <laughs> all we're, we're, we're agree to differ on... on really? What? what was good about ninety four? before then? Eh? What was good about ninety six Because I kind of maybe missed me by, I just didn't really get the whole... I know he's right with the Big Brother type kind of thing, they're watching you doing this and doing that. Yeah, is... are, we, are
0: we going down the Orwell route on a QBR no, no, podcast? well you might as well. I mean,
1: Craig, we've, we've run out West Brom and everything else. No, right, okay. Bring it back away from George Orwell. Best. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Has by the way, my favourite film is about the Spanish Civil War, and I for the life of me, I can't remember. My
3: favourite film, Stammer and Dano. Does that <laughs> mind you? This podcast,
1: <laughs> Ian. That's harsh. Uh, anyway, okay, so we're playing Cardiff, I talked about that, and then Saturday we've got Blackburn, now I don't know what you guys know about Blackburn, but I don't know that much, except the one of them banana skins that come down and you think, they could probably do us, what do you reckon? Ian, you're, you're a journalist, you should be clued up on these things.
3: Yeah, we haven't beaten them, but I can't remember the last time we beat them, to be honest, it's a very long time, um, they were be good and they turned up on Good Friday last year, they beat us 2-1, they, they were impressive.
1: I you know, the way they good. played and
3: that, yeah, this is going to be a tough game. I mean, we're very positive at the minute, but it's a tough week this week. You know, Cardiff away at Blackburn at home. We give a very different spin Didn't on how we're looking at things next Monday. Let's hope we can kind of, you know, know, get something true tomorrow. True. And then we, we do beat Blackburn. They're nothing special. They'll get beat by home by Luton at the weekend. So, you know, there's nothing. There's no one to fear in this division. There really isn't. There's some teams that are very good, but there's a lot, a lot of very average teams in there. I wouldn't, the way we're playing at the minute, we can beat anyone. We really can.
1: What do you reckon, money?
2: Uh, where are they in the, in the league at the moment? Do we know?
3: Some lower mid-tables. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah I, I agree. There are lots of uh, teams that are having a, a shocker. Uh, my, my dad is a Brentford fan, as we spoke before, and they're having a terrible time. And they were somebody that we really feared sort of last season or didn't win again. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think that it's good to be positive. We've got a great team. If, as long as you don't get Nucky Wells to attempt any more penalties we need a we need a penalty scorer um, why not be optimistic we've got a young team I think Mark Balberton doing a great job I think penalty, and it's nice to see passion in him
1: I think penalties will be Manning's I think Manning's yeah, maybe I don't he think he's missed position. one yet I think he's he, he's he's, one of, he's like that Ian Hart type penalty taker he's got to bang them every time and everything. you mentioned Brentford brings me on to Saturday as a father I'm distraught my daughter's going to see Brentford Saturday not QPR, (laughs) Brentford, her boyfriend's based in university in Nottingham and he's taught them and his mates Brentford and he's taken my daughter to see Brentford Saturday. I'm just disgusted with her. I don't know why I'm going to cut with it, but Emily, as your father's a Brentford fan, have you got any advice for me?
2: Uh, no, I love. It. Listen, I, I I think Brentford are great. I love the fact that they've got four pubs on each corner of the ground and not any more. Well, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, and they've got the <laughs> new ground <laughs> in it. But yeah, I can't I, listen. I, I can't slag off Brentford. My my dad supports Brentford, and they, it's nice for me. It's exciting when we play Brentford. I, I like it. I love the derbies. I really enjoy it. Um, who doesn't? And uh, yeah, Mark Walton obviously a Brentford, mm. Brentford man as well. So. Yeah, we'll see when we... Well, it's not long, I think it's... 28th. Yeah, so... Yeah. I know that because
0: I'm but working against... We've got quite really. a tough run coming up, really, are not we?
1: But they're always... Aren't they always the ones you think, oh, Rangers, we've got a tough run, and then we'd go through a mad situation of winning games, and then we'd play the teams we think we're going to... I think this division is so mental. Every year I say the same thing. You look at it, you think, this year it's going to be mad, it's going to be insane, so-and-so spent money, so and so's come down. It,
0: the same thing happens year after year. Said, one team has a massive great run, and then they'll die out over Christmas. And then there's always a team. The last eight or nine games of the season just go on this huge run.
1: Who do you
0: think it
1: be this season? Um, Could
0: it be us? I, 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 Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. can
2: you imagine? Like, why not?
0: Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I mean, who's going to be there at the? Who'll be saying at the end? It's West Brom. Mm-hmm. Leeds are going to be there or thereabouts. Who else?
2: Mm, I, I, yeah, Fulham, Fulham's a
3: great shout. They're doing uh, really Fulham well. Fulham will be there. All the teams that count down will kind of be there. I think. I think for us, we a club at Bristol City come up, sort of worked out their way to go forward and have been sort of uply really mobile since. We're an uply really mobile team. That's what we have got to look at. Are we going to be kind of let's be a top ten team? Mm. And we'll have to sell a few, like. Bristol City sold a right back to Fulham for eight million quid. They sold players to. Cardiff for 10 million quid and they reinvested that money in the team and that's what we're going to have to be Mm. you know, there's always a surprise team in the championship that kind of goes up like Huddersfield did it but I just think that's what we need to be, we need to just get used to winning games and being, if we can stay this season between sort of first and 9-10 and just be kind of, we might get in the playoffs, we might not rather than being looking up rather than looking down, that's what we need to be, just get used to winning again and not and enjoying nice game of football, feeling. that's what it is. yeah, that's winning what it right. away, yeah, winning away, winning at home, playing yeah. nice football. Definitely yeah. something you know. going on here, no, that's, okay. that's what it should be. And, and let's, be, let's be fair about it look, we're probably gonna, it's, it's about fattening up Ezzy and selling him on and get 15 sure. 20 and chair, and that's what we got to do. And then that money goes out and you buy some for four million quid. That because at the moment, what Brentford have done really well is they sell on well and then they go and buy guys, but eventually you come on and I think maybe they have uh, this season, yeah. Well, we don't know because. They had a good win at the weekend, and, you know... They're, they're they're the down, yeah, out, but, they, but the point is, you, you, you sell, and then you buy less. That's what keeps you done. So high, buy we well. low. We, we haven't sold... Well. It, until we sold Smithies, we hadn't sold anyone for 15 years for money. Apart from Raheem Sterling. Yeah, well... Yeah, that was
2: a little while ago, though.
1: Well, still sold them. Um, but... The, the team has surprised me. It's chaldon I absolutely had them to be marooned, to be bottom, to be sinking and to be pretty much in the Thames at this point. And I can't believe how well they're doing for a team that's got a chairman that doesn't care, not a lot of money. I'm quite surprised by them. So if they could go well, who knows?
0: You bet they'll they'll drop off. Yeah, possibly. They will drop off. Uh, they've had a great start, but they're, they're going to disappear. As will a couple of teams that are, are up there at the moment, I think. Um, but as for us, I think we'll just... we'll. Bob about in the middle somewhere. And hopefully by the end of the season something happens and we have that little spurt.
1: Wait, don't you find it
0: exciting though?
1: Because I do. Like when Cher and Ezzy get the ball, I know I'm old and I'll go back to it again. It's a bit like when Sinton used to get it or Wegley used to get it. You kind of feel that from the stands to the pitch, you kinda of think what they're gonna do with it, is he gonna do that sp-? and that, that that bell that bought Bell, that ball that Naki Wells played through you know, and things like this. There's things happening on the pitch now that we haven't seen for years. It's effort. It's entertaining. And I hate to send the word passion because I said all the time. But I like to see players leaving the pitch devastated because it shows they've gave all. And that's why I kind of think I'm getting slightly above myself. But I reckon we could be a surprise package as in we've played a few teams now and I, we haven't been played off the park yet. Sadly, they did a job on us, but we haven't been played off the park. And that is something I have not seen in quite a while at Rangers. Yeah, yeah I agree. So, with that in mind, and we're going to go to the hour's end, and there's two do predictions, so this month is going to be a hard month. Where would you be happy, Emily, at the end of this month?
2: At the end of the month?
1: Yeah, October, come start November time, when usually it's kind of our dodgy, dodgy spell.
2: I'm happy where we sort of are. Stay there, plateau. Plateau mm.
0: just... is
2: like a great word. Yeah, let's just stay there because uh, otherwise if you, if it's too early it's, it's, this, before Christmas it's too early just hang back a bit just hang back a bit say where we are
1: Simon yeah
0: round about 10th and then Lakesburg in March
1: I can't believe we're having this coming it's brilliant isn't
0: it us like oh God, we're bottom of the league oh
1: Jesus, it's terrible oh we're awful let's hope the three teams worse than us we're kind of thinking are be we better than the three teams that might go up
3: I think let's be careful because but about this time last year, Steve McLaren got manager of the month. Oh, and we got very excited, you remember? And we were like, oh, yeah, we've beaten Villa and we are beaten this. And now oh, we got, well, you know. Just um, not get ahead of ourselves. We are, we are. We are. We're a better team than we were last year. If we can be between ninth and playoffs and sort of looking up and going, we two points away in the playoffs, I'll take that. Just winning a few, drawing a few, and not losing as many that's that will do for me yeah, that's you know and anything else GPR above that's a bonus isn't it because we we haven't had that for very long because it's either been we're either, try, we're either trying to stay up or we're trying to go up we haven't had a season where we just sort of like Bubbles. succeeded let's be progressive where we're yeah. trying to kind of be an upwardly mobile team and i think we are that at the mm-hmm. moment but it's october Yes, too early okay
1: right so ours ends who wants to go first
2: can I just plug the album, which isn't uh, even anything do to that? do with it? So uh, my album's coming out on Saturday. It's called Com- a... Combat Frock, and uh, please buy it. Otherwise, I'll just have so many at my house. I won't be able to move.
1: So what's, what, what's the um, single from it? It's
2: called uh, It's called I Found a Footballer to Marry Me. Anyone in mind? No, I couldn't care. Uh, Joe
0: Bond.
2: Yeah, Joe's too old for me. Um, mm. oh but I wouldn't, wouldn't turn him down love Joey and he's got three kids so I wouldn't want to bring up someone else's kids uh, I do know uh, anyway I just no, well, it's not really about that it's just about listen it's about being young and not being able to afford to live in London which I'm sure everybody understands is chuffing hard so uh,
1: just chuffing
2: chuffing uh, so a footballer would be lovely probably not too tall but I wouldn't say no to Harry Kane
1: and anyone that doesn't play for Chelsea?
2: Yeah, I can't go out with Chelsea player.
1: Would that be the worst thing ever? Yes. Yeah, I often thought that. Lived in Notting Hill. Well, have yeah, you been nightmare. asked out by... No, God, God, not even, no one ever asked me. i be silly. <laughs> Simon? What, what do you want? R's End. Uh, <coughs> thanks very much for having me.
2: Nailed it. What a lovely R's End. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All
3: right. That was interesting
1: and yeah. short and to
3: the point and quite good. This is a really lame R's End. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I applaud the club for having team photos in the programme a couple of weeks ago because my kids now both have keep team photos in their bedroom. No, that's nice. Awesome. They, but they've got a team so photo with no names at the bottom. Um. When I was a kid growing up, you had to know who the kit man was and your assistant kit man's name was. Alan Harris. Harris. You know, Ron Berry, Ron... Mike Varney, there is no, there's a gap at the bottom. It's just got a picture of the a, So S- my little girl's going, which one's Naki Wells? I've got to show her. Which, <laughs> how hard can it be? Well done, the club. But how hard can it be to get a graphic designer just to put the names of everyone in the picture at the bottom? <sighs>
1: that's I mean, my R's I, end, I have no one. response to that, but that's a very, very, very good shirt. So basically, you want names on the, on, the, on the team photograph. I do want names on the team photo.
3: Okay. I am trying
1: to remember that. Hey, Simon. My, my R's end, before I get there, I want to talk to you about Subutio. Because I, I can't help but notice on your Twitter feed, you do the most amazing things with Subutio thing. Where did that
0: come about? and Is that just something that with you for the whole of your life? I never had it as a kid, and I always okay. wanted it. I never played it, I never liked it, but I liked the stadium. So I built a stadium in, in my record room.
2: That record room is the nuts as well. I've seen pictures of that.
0: So, um, yeah, and I'll keep building. And I've got about 400 men to paint <laughs> for the next two weeks, if anyone wants to give me a hand. Uh,
1: so uh, what What actually... Hang on. So you get these guys, and you've done enough to throw... I get them. little
0: naked men, and I paint them.
1: All right. Okay. Um,
0: don't about...
2: downplay it, because it's really cool. Though. It is. It's it brilliant. Is, don't it downplay really... it.
1: I
0: mean... Do you ever do the players as well? Like, do you ever try and change no, kits? No, I've got no interest in the game at all, apart from the stadium. I really don't.
1: Because that was labelled at QPR when I was a kid. You know, you've got a studio stadium. I mean, we've all heard that. We grew
0: up with that. I didn't have one. Only the posh kids had a stadium. We had the pitch on the carpet that you couldn't really play, so it just got stamped on. See, so when you got older, I thought I really want a stadium. Really want a QPR stadium made out of studio. So that's what I've done over the last couple of years.
1: See, my dad worked in the Abbey Centre, and he roped mine. He what? He roped it from the Abbey Centre in Northern Ireland. It doesn't matter. He, they can't do him now. He's dead. But he um, he he robbed it really badly. Yeah. So I had the whole at the stands, the floodlights, everything. Oh, Look at you. Sir. Uh, I tell you. And I also had a Starship thing from Star. But anyway, but yes, I I, I get that because it's, it's amazing. Emily's right. Like, you should not downplay it. I think. We should have a a thing in the programme where you're Sabutio things in QPR because they're damn amazing. Okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe so. No, it's, it's, it's true. Like I've, I, I'm amazed, Bad. It's brilliant. And how you do it you get the time to do it, fair play to you. Right, my hour's end. I've got two quick ones and then one long one. First one is QPR runners, which was Cindy and Dean and the rest of them. Well done for doing the Ealing Half Marathon on Sunday and... They wanted to say well done to all the QPR fans. They deliberately didn't wear any headphones so they could hear the cheers, and they got loads from Rangers fans.
0: Metallic hoop was there as well, I think.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. do you know he's such a nice fella. He's a, Peter is an absolutely brilliant fella. I like him a lot. He's good, good lad. Um, and
0: yeah, so that was good. Was he running his DMs?
1: <laughs> Probably
0: not <nah, Liam. laughs> Yeah, I think he had his hair tied back from what I saw.
1: I've done walks with him, like, and you can do the, you know, the, the thing. And he's, he's like, turns up with DMs, and he's always the first in, first in the pub, and the first time. Anyway, yeah, but he's, a, he's, a, he's he's amazing. Right, and the other point is Australia. Not only famous for the Sullivans and things like that, and then you were out there for a while, writing and living, I believe. I can't believe the response I got on Twitter. they they like, every place was a bar full of QPR fans. And that, to me, is the most beautiful thing in the world to see New York. Brisbane, I don't know, New York's not in Australia, just before anyone picks me up on that. But just going around the world and seeing these QPR fans watching the game and the unity. And even tonight, I've seen how small our fan base really is at times when you're doing a podcast. Because I think people know each other, and they all know each other and stuff like that. And I love to see that in Australia and America and the rest of the place and Ireland and everything else. It's Rangers fans meeting up. Sorry the result didn't go away, but the pride you feel is amazing.
3: Yeah, I've been to a few of those when i was living in Sydney, a few of those QPR, uh, Lives at a few and, as well, like... Yeah, good, good lads, good, good oh, lads amazing. and lasses, good people. And, and passion. Proper Rangers fans, and uh, there's, there's a big group in Melbourne, and for the real big games, everyone goes, flies to Melbourne for the, the playoff final, everyone went down there, there was like sort of five, four or five hundred QPR fans there watching us at Wembley, and um, yeah, they, 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 you know, there's a real... It surprises you when you live overseas, how many QPR fans there are, you bump into QPR fans just in random places. And, a story uh, in the... Dave Thomas always said, we're a big little club. And he's right. We
1: are. Uh, there's, a, there's a story in the Ours where a guy was in the Sahara Desert and he bumped into another QPR fan and I kid you not, I must dig it up and put it on Twitter one day, but he wrote it, he's, he's actually from Northern Ireland as well, but he bumped into a QPR fan in the Sahara Desert. Don't be high. I'll dig that story up because everyone thinks, ah, oh, but he's been drinking again, he's talking shit. True story. I will dig it up and put it on Twitter tomorrow. Right. Predictions. We're going to do two because obviously we have got two games. So, Simon, I'm going to go back to you because you cough, so therefore you obviously want to peak. Um Go on, Cardiff and Blackburn. Cardiff,
0: um, I think we'll. I think we we'll win two nil. I really Ooh. do. Uh, Blackburn off uh, one all. Yeah, I just I think we'll stumble a little bit there, but I, th- I do really think we will win tomorrow night. Ian.
3: I'm going to be boring. I think we'll draw tomorrow. I think we'll draw on Saturday. No you still take that. Emily?
2: Okay, so I think we're going to draw tomorrow. And
1: I think I'm going to go 2-1 Saturday. 2-1 tomorrow. 3-0 Saturday. Nice. And I'm telling you, and I reckon we'll be looking pretty healthy before Brentford. Right. Also, one thing I'd like to say is the noise the guys made on Saturday was amazing. And I know the guys who are trying to bring the atmosphere back to the loft met up with the club on Saturday and they talked about bringing some noise section back to the loft very welcomed because if Saturday's anything to go by it makes such a difference Didn't And they meet up
0: with Lee Hoos this. yes they did
1: the weekend so and it's beautiful to hear the noise because I hate both ends being very noiseless. like you got the school end I know it wasn't on Saturday but you know they've got school end empty you know. it makes such a difference to have the stadium rocking and everyone being positive again and everyone having smiles on their faces this is what QPR is it's a community it's a beautiful football club let's get six points in the next two games and then we do it to dream thanks for listening to Open All R's Emily thank you so much good luck with the album thank you, hopefully I'll get there Saturday if I don't get divorced um, Simon thank you so much for coming thanks for inviting notice. us down you're more than welcome brilliant and um, next time bring some sub-video figures so we can put them out on the Twitter feed Ian it's always an absolute pleasure to see your good self thank you Paul you're, you're welcome me. keep supporting the R's you know it makes sense thanks for listening
0: UPR here are, this one right there's